This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, great podcast today. We start with a little look at heroes. And where are we going from here? Uh, then we talk to the half Asian attorney of <laughs> of uh, Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder, who's back off hiatus. You can find find him on Blaze TV. Yeah, Bill Richmond talking about the uh, lawsuit they've they're filing against Facebook, which really, is pretty interesting. Yeah, really interesting stuff. Um, then we talk about the snowstorm, Nazi monkeys, and trips to Mars with Elon Musk. All on today's podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. In a strange turn of events, Stephen Crowder hires former Clintonista Bill Richardson to no. Uh, Bill Richmond is uh, joining us now. Definitely, definitely not the guy who was hanging out with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no, Bill, how are you? Wonderful. How are y'all? Well, I'm I'm uh, really good. So good news. Stephen is back. He was on hiatus. Must be nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's been working hard, dealing with lots of stuff, and uh, yeah, one part of it, uh, I'm getting everything together. So yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you could represent me as well. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what kind of things you need, <laughs> uh, Bill? Tell me about the lawsuit that you announced yesterday on uh, the Stephen Crowder show. Absolutely. We've uh, we have announced our lawsuit that we'll be filing. We'll be seeing that in the public court system here in a day or two against Facebook Inc. And it really centers around uh, something you and I have actually talked about before on the news and why it matters about being pro-business, but anti-fraud. What we're saying right. is that these platforms, most specifically Facebook, need to just be honest with who they are. And to date, they have not been. They have lured customers, content creators, and advertising spenders like Steven and his company and other shows like that on all sides of the political spectrum under the guise of being politically neutral. Um, unfortunately, that's not actually true. And the evidence bears out that, that the conduct at all levels of Facebook has run counter to that. And so as a consumer, a creator, an advertiser, uh, something has to be done and we're doing it. I mean, we were we were there at the very beginning. Uh, I mean, I remember talking about Facebook and Twitter when no one was talking about them and and saying, you know, join us. It's a new platform. You could I mean, we put a lot of time and money into building Facebook and then they're cutting us off from the people who say they want to join with us. That's exactly the problem. Everyone knows and Facebook has never hid the fact every SEC filing, every investor call, every uh, promo they put out says you, the product is free because you are the product, the data, Correct. the data that's gotten from the user. So they entice the customer and they entice the content creators. Facebook doesn't create content. It's you, it's Steven, it's others on the platform to be able to bring their fans to the platform to provide more information. 
but doing it under the guise of false pretenses of saying that you're going to run a news feed or a trending topic solely algorithmically when you're not, or saying that you're not using political ideation or political orientation to decide what gets in front of certain eyeballs. Uh, that's just being dishonest, and that's what we're targeting here. You know, it's a, it's amazing. I don't know if you have the story from the insider of Facebook that said that BLM was not trending at the very beginning, and they got so much pushback that they changed the algorithm to make sure that BLM was trending. That, that, that was complete. That whole movement <laughs> was, was bogus. It was bogus. It wasn't trending at the beginning. And that's what we're looking for. That's what we're trying to finally get these companies, specifically Facebook, to admit is that this isn't a machine that's doing something. It's people behind the machine, behind the algorithm who are making inputs, who are changing levers, who are adjusting dials to go after the flavor of the week. And when you hear stories like the recently leaked statements of of Mark Zuckerberg saying that they've aligned with a lot of policies, executive orders, and a particular administration, it gives you pause about who's turning those dials. And we're not saying here, this is a big difference. We're not saying that the government needs to come in and run this. No, please don't. Way. Right, exactly. Right. We're saying just be honest about the products and services. Be honest about how you're using us, the customer, and the content. Creator. Look, I mean, I, I don't think this is unreasonable at all. Um, we never know the rules we never know the rules i've done broadcast now for 40 some years 45 years i think and i know the rules i know what i can and can't say i know what i can promote not promote i know all those rules because they're consistent and clearly written down and so when it gets vague maybe it's been vague twice in my career in 40 some years um and that's only when it became political honestly it's very clear. Why can't Facebook make it very, very clear so we know? I can't create content for a group that's constantly changing. Can anyone? No one can. And, and what's, what's pretty insidious about this is that there are a number of folks at various tech companies who simply want to provide an open product. But given the nature of the employees that they have coming yes. mostly out of California, the, the advertisers and media companies that wield a lot of pressure because, again, the entire model is based off of gathering data, tailoring it to advertisers, and then selling that experience to the advertisers, there's a lot of pressure that comes to adjust those dials. And when there is that gray area, when you're sitting on the fence looking, well, does it go this way or that way? The one making the decision, unfortunately, is pushing those dials, pushing those decisions, turning those gray areas consistently against a certain political ideology. And it runs a gamut of issues. It's not just you know, one topic or another, it's a full gamut of issues that have become the enemy of the woke. And uh, and that's how these dials are being decided from the evidence that we've seen. It is also um, dangerously close to becoming uh, totally corrupted with the government because it's a revolving door. You know, they they go in and out from Facebook and Google and then to the administration. They come out of Congress. I mean, they're this is this is a public private partnership in all in in every way except uh, formalizing it 
Absolutely. The ubiquitous nature of, of the media uh, being now completely dominated in terms of eyeballs and ears by just a handful of tech companies, as opposed to having been widely covered by a number of, you know, let's radio, television or print or even at a time online sources. Now this total domination has created um, a place where just a slight adjustment of the dial, just a slight, a slight thumb on the scale is going to have massive implications for business owners, whether it's uh, Louder and Crowder and Stephen Show uh, or other creators across the spectrum. And, and this is the thing. These arguments are not arguments dedicated to just uh, one side of the political spectrum. These affect all Americans who are interested in dealing with a company on a fair level and have adequate disclosures. We are talking to uh, Bill Richmond. Um, Stephen calls him the half-Asian attorney. Uh, and he is uh, his filing suit this week. You haven't filed it yet, but you're, you're actually submitting the suit uh, later this week uh, against Facebook to um, push back on this this fraud that's going on. Um, it, let me um, you know, the, they came out. What was it today or yesterday? And they said they they just really want Biden's help to to regulate this. You've got CNN coming in and i don't care what anybody says i think brian stelter and his little dirt dirt bag uh you know i don't know bat you know what is he robin in tights i'm not sure but anyway um these two guys are leading the push to get people deplatformed from cable companies uh and that means you lose fox news i do you can you answer to the to the uh, the statement that it's freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach? There, there is without question being a pro business advocate, and, and Stephen and I have gone back and forth on this, and, and I know this is an issue close to your heart to support businesses of all sizes, folks who have worked and built something, and being able to tell them, hey, you can do business with the people that you want to, and at a certain level, that's that's very true. But these tech companies and the media companies have created through their own desire to become as big as possible and put themselves in the category of utilities, of common carriers, of other essentials in the modern age. And that's where, while you may not be able to guarantee the number of people that you're going to be having, it's about having a level playing field and really just knowing if the playing field isn't going to be level. If, if you know, I mean, a lot of folks kind of know, hey, if you're going to be on Twitter, Jack Dorsey, avowed anti-conservative. You kind of know what you're going to get. Not that they should be able to do anything, not saying that, but they should be more open about what they're doing. And when actually you referenced earlier that NYU Stern report that came out, just a day or two ago saying there is no anti-conservative bias. First of all, when you look at the data, actually, it does show a bias. But nonetheless, their conclusions were the same. It said Facebook and big tech need to have more clarity about their policies so that consumers, advertisers, and content creators, and even government officials taxed with regulating these businesses know exactly what's happening. But looking into that black box is the last thing they want us to do. And, hey, we're going to pry it open. What are your chance? I mean, you're going after Facebook. They clearly have endless amounts of money and attorneys. No doubt. No doubt. And we know that it's going to be a long, hard slog. We know that they're going to throw a lot of defenses, and most especially and foremost, uh, Section 230 and the way that it's been misinterpreted by certain courts. Um, we're prepared to be able to do that. This is going to be a multi-year affair without any doubt. There are going to be, there are going to be battles won and lost, but we're going for the war. 
um, and trying to win the whole thing and, and really benefit all Americans who are interested in fair dealing with big tech companies. Bill Richmond, thank you very much. Thank you. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Well, the turtle has poked his head out from his shell. Mitch McConnell. He uh, wants everybody to know that, uh, that the new congressman from Georgia is uh, crazy, just crazy. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's nuts. But not only did he say that, he said what she says is a cancer. Well, now, let me ask you something. You go to a doctor and he tells you you have cancer and says, but we can live with it. Do you go see another doctor? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. At least get a second, second opinion. opinion. Sure. But we can wait. You're not going to do anything? Nah. It's a cancer. Oh, my gosh. And cancers will kill you. Well, is it a different kind of cancer? No, it's the same kind of cancer. <laughs> It'll kill you dead. It's crazy bad. Eh, we can live with it. Can we stop people calling people cancers? Um, she might be on the lunatic fringe. She believes some things that I don't believe. I didn't vote for her. Georgia did. Uh, they also uh, voted for Senator Warnock, <laughs> who believes in all kinds of crazy things that I don't believe. I tried to alert the people of Georgia. The people of Georgia didn't seem to care. Or there were more people that thought, hey, communism's neat. And so Warnock's in the Senate. I don't know. Warnock's not a cancer. But some of the ideas that he expresses certainly is. Now, do I think we should as a country? No, not even as a country. Do I think our political parties should start targeting people who they don't agree with? And say, we're going to put them in a little box. They're in the timeout corner for the next two years. Don't want it. Nope. Zip it. Zip it, little girl. Zip it. No. The people of Georgia elected her. If they don't like her, well, then they shouldn't have voted. And they can vote again. This is a representative republic. People hire the people they want to send for their community. And that's what that district decided that person represents me, just like the great state of Georgia picked Senator Warnock. I mean, I, you know, I was sitting here and I was, I'm, I'm listening to this. And again, I don't agree with a lot of stuff. She's a deep Q person. I haven't even gone down the, I haven't even, I haven't even, somebody who's like rabbits. And I'm like, I'm not looking for him with you. I'm not going down that hole because that is that is it's so clear that it is a way to explain things that are unexplainable and so clearly, in my opinion, completely wrong. So she's gone down that rabbit hole. She believes it. OK, 
All right. Don't agree with that at all. She's not coming over to my house, most likely for dinner. And you know what I mean? Definitely said some things uh, that are way out there. She seems to now be saying that she doesn't believe those things anymore. Uh, just to yeah. Put that well, out there. but she's also said that Nancy Nancy Pelosi should be uh, yeah executed. Yeah, right? There was all sorts but, of but stuff. But did she say for treason? For uh, yeah, I believe treason. so. It's okay. Uh, she's everybody said. I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people in the mainstream media and a lot of people in Congress said that Donald Trump should be tried for treason. Oh yeah, and I said at the time, hey, let's not throw the T word around because that's the only one in the Constitution that has a specific penalty, and it's death. So everything else, you might yeah, you get three to six. This one is, he'll get three to six bullets in the head. This one, when you accuse somebody of treason, it's execution. Okay? So, let's stop. Just because she named the punishment that is directly tied to treason makes it, I guess, so much more worse. But everybody was saying that about Donald Trump on the left. I'm not excusing it. I'm just telling you. I said, don't do it then. I'm saying don't do it now. The larger point here, though, I think, first of all, Georgia gets to pick whoever the hell they want. Yep. That's that's what you don't just get to remove them because you don't like what they said on Facebook five years ago. We are a republic. Yeah, they get that. This is what representatives are. They're not the representatives of what Nancy Pelosi wants. It's what people, the people of Georgia want. So that is is it. Nor is it the representative that Mitch McConnell wants. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sorry. And they can all be critical. They can all say their things, but you don't remove people. The the way you remove Marjorie Taylor Greene from Congress is to primary her in two years. Dangerous. That's how you do it if you want to do it. But beyond that, like, it's so clear what the media is doing. You know, people always say, oh, you just want to talk about AOC because she's an idiot and you want her to define the Democrats. Yes, that's exactly why I want to talk about AOC, because she's an idiot and her she's the one that blurts out all the things they say quietly behind the scenes. That's why I like talking about AOC, because she is a very easy way for people to understand what the left is trying to do. And this is what they're trying to do here is say, well, this is the, the, the rights AOC. We're going to talk about this person that no one had talked about uh, and, and had, had talked about at all for the past. I mean, I'm, I don't think anybody knew who she was. And now they're just coming out and making a huge deal out of this one representative in Georgia because they're trying to define the entire conservative movement based on this one person uh-huh. who said a lot of bad so things let's on do, Facebook. Do me a favor, will you? You mm-hmm. remember the game Red Rover, Red Rover? Mm-hmm. Send, you know, Marjorie Taylor Green right over. <laughs> okay. Okay. You I, play that side. Go ahead. Red Rover, Red, you know, you were, uh, uh, we got I, everybody lined up. Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah. Am I, what, who am you, I pulling? You're, you're the Democrats. Okay, I'm pulling Marjorie Taylor Green over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Red Rover, Red Rover. Uh, gee, where do we start, guys? Maxine Waters, uh, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, the list Rashida is ridiculous. Tlaib. I mean, you could do this list all day. I mean, you're going to do Red Rover, Red Rover. You'll be out of crazy people. Yeah. Maybe four. Maybe four. Right. I can't even think of four. Right. You, maybe four. You, 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 you'd have more people who've like met with Fidel Castro on, in the Red Denver. Rover, Red Rover. How many people come over? Red Rover, Red Rover. Send anyone who's hung out with Louis Farrakhan oh my gosh. and actually said that they supported those things. But now, oh, no, I never said anything. I don't believe he. We're just listening to all types of uh, oh, points of view. Send those right over. Yeah. How many come? It's easier to do with these names. If I were to say Red Rover, Red Rover, send all your QAnon believers over. You send, what, one or two? 
probably yeah. from the house. Yeah. And then you say, send people who who meet with Red Rover, Red Rover, <laughs> send your um, people that claim that uh, Israel is South Africa apartheid right over. <laughs> right. Uh, Red That's, Rover, Red Rover. Of the freaking conference is coming over yeah. on that one. Red Rover, Red Rover, send everyone who believes the ends justify the means and Saul Alinsky believers right over. Yeah. Is... Red Rover, Red Rover, send everybody who believes that the Soviets were probably right. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it didn't work out so well, but it just wasn't done properly in the soviet union or in china or or, or in cuba or and, and people who happen to go to the soviet union on their honeymoons right. send those people over right. i mean again you could get there's just not a contest here that doesn't mean that we embrace every crazy person who's on no. the right i mean but you know that, but still like it, it needs to be said that these things these equivalent theories things like you know uh hiv was created by the government Right. The, the, the new senator from Georgia back to the guy who said that the guy, the guy who said that he praised years after the controversy yeah. said not only was he good, but the, the 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 sermon where he said a lot of these controversial things was an excellent sermon. Yeah. He said that he said that and he got elected by the state of Georgia. Red Rover, Red Rover, send everyone who thought 9-11 was an inside sure. job and George Bush was part of it right over. You're now at, at one point, two thirds of all Democrats. So, I mean, you you would play this game all day. It's silly. So the point of this is, is you want to play this game? Oh, we'll play this game. But it's an un-American game because that's an elected representative. Well, I don't want you to, to get rid of uh, Rashida Tlaib in Washington. I think her district should, but it's not going to happen because her district represents her. She represents the people living in that district. So unless she's doing something illegal, <clears throat> Minnesota, uh, <laughs> unless you're doing something illegal, you don't just take AOC out. You don't do it. She's an elected representative. Red Rover, Red Rover, send anyone who's married their brother over. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, you do only get one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that we know of. Let's not go crazy. Yeah, you're here. right. You're right. Mm. So, you know, who am I to judge? There, by, but by the grace of God. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to marry your brother anytime soon. So I think you're safe on that one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Do you see that uh, Elon Musk wants to go to the moon? Or wants to go to Mars? You know that. He says they're on track. Uh, might even push it up a bit. But uh, he's looking for the people now that want to go to, you know, want to go to Mars. And. I've never really been one for Mars, you know, at this time of year. Really? Yeah. Too cold? Uh, too fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I'm feeling a little fat and bloated on this planet. And I'll be lighter. <laughs> Best way to lose 50 pounds? Take your scale to Mars. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So uh, that That's, and that, that is, a, I don't know if it's a fast way. It takes quite a bit of time to get there. So I'm not sure that it would be a quick way. You know, if you lose weight quickly, you put it right back on. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so I'm, I'm going to take my time losing, <laughs> losing weight. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the, um, uh, the idea of going to Mars has always been fun, but then you're like, you could die. You'd be away from your family for a long time. These cats probably are not coming back. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, once you've seen Mars, it's like the Grand Canyon. Yep. Seen it. Now what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the view's cool. And once. then you're fertilizing potatoes with your own excrement. Yes. And you're like, and ah, that's not. Yeah. You know, I've seen it and it's beautiful. It really Probably is beautiful. Probably a great view. But once you live there for a while, you're like, ah, all of it is like this. All of it. There's no place. There's there's no Cancun on Mars. Where are you going? Hey, you going to take a vacation. Where? Outside? To I the, don't think so. To the other red flat place. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, you know, right. Yeah. And you're not just going to go out and just like, I'm just, you know what? We're just going out for a hike and pitching a tent. No, you're not. No, you're not. No. You're going to be here in this little teeny air box. And uh, congratulations. I know at this point you have either had sex with all of them. And or you now hate all of them. But congratulations for the rest of your life. You're in this crap hole with a bunch of red dirt outside. Yeah. You need an odd combination of being very adventurous and also very depressed by life on this planet. I'm there. Are you? Well, yeah, I'm not pretty... very adventurous. Well, I am kind of adventurous. Not like, hey, let's go to Mars this weekend. But like, hey, let's go to Paris this weekend. You know that I could do. Mars is a little bit of a stretch. Right. But uh, uh, but depressed on what's this going on? Yeah. And I think, you know, a good Skype call to the kids once in a while. I think it'd be okay. Check in. Yeah, you just uh, check You're not in. saying you're never going to see them again. You'll just only see them on a screen. Hey, how's school going? <laughs> I can't do it. Hey. Uh-uh. It's break it. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fine. Yeah. That's, it's more parenting than they need. The kids really need a lot of, you know. Well, not as much as they need, but as much as they'll allow you to do at a certain point. You know what I mean? It does hit that point. Yeah, it's that point to where (sighs) I might have to choke you to death to get you to do it. Uh, And so that would be kind of bad because you'd be dead. And so you wouldn't learn the lesson. But on the other hand, you'd be dead. I actually saw a documentary where the dad was always strangling the kid. Uh, called the simpsons and the kid yeah. lives through all of it all of it so you should be fine on that front and he's a great kid you know he turns out to be a great kid. a great kid uh you had made a someone was talking about the secession of of uh of like conservatives should just secede we should have our own country and you said no i'm for secession i don't want them to secede yeah right yeah well why, why don't you just send your kids to mars whoa i mean that way you get to still go to like waffle house you know, 12 to 15 times per week. And then they also won't. And I wouldn't care as much about the country if I knew my kids and all my grandkids would all be on Mars. Right. When you believe your children, you know, children are the future, but, you know, the cities are going to be burning to the ground every two days. I can ride this baby out happily. I'll just be like, hey, whatever. Burn it to the ground. Yeah. I'll move to another place unless it's cold. Then maybe I'll move there. It'll be nice and warm. By the fires of the Target and the AutoZone. <laughs> warm yourself. That's the best thing about Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, it's cold, <laughs> but you have the warmth of the town burning down all around you to kind of give you that cozy kind of, right? you know, round the campfire kind of feeling. Exactly. Right. 
I mean, I will say I, I was in Minnesota, I guess, three years ago now. Mm. Uh, and it's changed. Yeah. <laughs> it was changed. really cold. I would yeah. assume that problem's gone away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because uh, yeah. yeah. I remember it being like frigid to the point as, as if I wondered, why would someone choose to build a civilization here? <laughs> Yes. Like, that's the feeling. I have, you have been there at that time of yeah. year. Yeah. And you're like, well, I've noticed what they've done here with the city is they've connected all the buildings. Like a with giant bridges. habit trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, one of those hamster yeah. cages. Yeah. And you are walking back and forth between the buildings. What they've essentially done is converted the city into a mall. Right. Where you're everywhere you yes. go, you just walk inside, yes. which yes. is fine, except for the fact that you, there are places, there's lots of open room in like Texas right. where you could build a civilization in which you don't have to do such things. I, I, I thought of that. Yeah. I, I don't know why they. They haven't thought of that i don't i don't either. you know and they all say oh no i've lived here my whole life okay all right so you've had a lot of time to think <laughs> you've had a lot of time to think that's not working as a point in your favor yeah okay so you've used all this time why are you here oh the summers are great yeah but yeah but the summer's 18 minutes long <laughs> I know. The, the summer is it comes and goes yeah it's riddled with mosquitoes and uh then you're right back to 14 feet of snow Again, how much time do you need to think this through? You've spent most of your life doing this? That's not a good idea. No, and, and at least the residents there seem to be able to take it like they're tough enough to be able to take it. They've been there for a long time. Well, I was there when there was you know, lots of tourists and stuff there, oh, and know. every one of them looks like Jack Nicholson from The Shining at yeah. the end. Like, they're just outside right. with that look on their Dragging face. the axe. No, yeah. I'm saying, like, the frozen one at the very end, oh, yeah. where he's just outside, <laughs> and there's no facial expressions mm. because he's literally frozen to death. That is basically... And, oh, spoiler alert on The Shining. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, this is... <laughs> It doesn't work out for the kids and the, and the dad. It actually, yeah. The, huh, I thought that book was going to really turn into something good. Yeah. yeah no, it was on no. its way. It was a lot of typing. And right, a lot right, of similar right, lines. Right. Not, not a great read. Huh. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think that that is, that's almost, you, you walk into things, right? Like people get born in a city that they don't like and they stay there their whole lives because that's where they were born. Right. Uh, that happened to a bunch of cities in the north. They, right. they, they pop them up there thinking like, I don't know, is there a better place to live? I'm not sure. We don't have air conditioning yet, so I don't want to live down there. Well, you should have known we were going to come up with air conditioning because yeah. now the South and is much now better. you have no excuse. It's been a long time <laughs> yes. since we've had air conditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, for because I hear this all the time. Uh, well, I live there because, you know, my folks, they're there now and we can't we don't want to move away from my folks. Your parents, your parents <laughs> sucked. They had their whole life to figure it out. And mm -hmm. they were probably like, yeah, well, my folks are here. And so, right. you know, after they die, we might move. And then they just live there. And then they had children there. And that's you now. And you're an adult. And now you're saying the same thing they said. Get out of the city. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, it is hard to sell your house on Gonorrhea Terrace. So <laughs> I think it, it is. could be it is. part but of the reason. Again, mm -hmm. It's just on the edge of that beautiful orange glow in the sky that you get from the fires at night. So that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. All right. Back in just a second with more. We'll try to come up with something that is meaningful. Nah. Na, na, na.